Greetings and thank you so much for tuning in. So today I'm just sharing what I went through years ago and sending money to African charities and building businesses for those deep in poverty. Please get whatever lesson you can out of my experience. I wouldn't say that I was naive about scams in Africa. I I just gave these people a chance. And in the end, it was nothing but disappointments. I have no one but myself to blame for loss of money and time. All right. When I was around 21, I began to give money to this organization called World Vision to support a child. After a few months of doing so, I was not satisfied with how my money was being distributed, and I discontinued my support. I then went online to do some research for, you know, in in terms of discovering a private organization in Africa that would be directly impacted from my donation. And so I ran into this guy named Sunday, and he was from Uganda. He showed me documentation of his organization, and um, I believe it was called True Vine something. And um, I also saw a lot of hungry children that were wearing dirty clothes. So, shortly after he showed me this, I began sending my support each month. And he sent me constant photos, as you can see here, of the children thanking me for the food and drinks that he said my money brought. I continued my support for a year until one day he pressured me hard for more money. No matter what I said, Um, To him, I told him I cannot give him any more money. I can't go out of my budget. He still insisted. And I felt that was really, really wrong. My gut told me to go to his Facebook because, you know, we were Facebook friends. Um, But I didn't really pay attention to the people, you know, that was giving comment, you know, that was... um, writing comments underneath his pictures. But anyway, my gut told me to start doing research and to start checking out the comments that were that people were putting under the pictures of the children. Um, and so I saw a few vanilla women commenting and saying, this is a good work and blah, blah, blah. And so I contacted two of those ladies and asked them some questions, and those ladies knew each other. I asked those ladies if they know Mr. Sunday, and they told me they did. I told them that I send my support to him each month for the children, and for some reason he all of a sudden started pressuring me for more money. And they told me that, you know, that that's strange. That's what they said. Because um, the children are well-fed. That's what they said. The, I mean, that's what these ladies said. The children are well-fed. And um, there's an organization there that is from the USA that is already feeding and clothing the children. 
and they were just telling me that he looks for new kids in need, and he has always had that desire to open up his own orphanage, and maybe that's why he's asking me for more money. So at that point, I thanked him through Facebook, and I contacted Mr. Sunday. I told him this, and that I will be discontinuing my support, and I felt deceived um, that he didn't tell me the whole thing, okay? Um, so he went back and forth with me and told me that the ladies were lying and trying to stop the will of God and yada, yada, yada. And, um, he just, I don't know. It, it, it just, it was just a crazy situation because it, he made it seem as if those kids would starve without my donation. Um, and I found out that they were really getting fed well and I don't even know really what he spent the money on now. You know, looking back, I don't know. So anyway, after ending my support to the other guy, I was introduced to another private organization in Malawi through a friend. And I started giving to, giving to them after I established a friendship with the founder, whose name is Gregory. All right, so um, he was running this charity program that feeds children, helps widows, and um, he was very trustworthy. I really had a good vibe about him. He sent me receipts. He sent me pictures. He, he listed exactly where my dollars were going, and... Um, our friendship lasted for around two years before he died of complications of kidney disease, January 2016. So his friend, I'll just say first initial J, took over, and he continued the work of the ministry. And, um, you know, me and him um, would talk back and forth, he would send me receipts. He would send me pictures. He also would show me where the money was going. Now, this is the thing. I ran into some ladies online on Facebook that would um, sell the handmade bags that the children he was helping out over there created. And so, um, you know, I started to form a relationship with these vanilla ladies and, you know, I was telling them how long I knew Gregory and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, they said, you know what, we want to send you a bag because, um, you know, your support has been a lot. You know, you've been sending a lot of support um, to Gregory and Jonathan. We want to send you a bag. And for them to think of me like that was amazing, you know, and I was shocked that Jay never, it never crossed his mind to say, you know what, let me send her one of these bags that the children she supporting created, you know, these ladies, I never sent them a dime and, you know, they wanted to send me a bag and they did send it. And I still have it to this day. Um, what really got me about Jay is I told him that I have to discontinue my support because I just felt that I did enough, you know, and also I had some things, of my own to take care of, and I told him I'm discontinuing, and he was still, um, he wasn't too happy about it, and 
you know, matter of fact, the other day I received a message from him and he was like, I- I'm not happy that you discontinued your support and blah, blah, blah. And I was about to go off. All right. <laughs> I was about to say, how dare you get upset with me? And you doing just fine over there. I have poured so much into you guys already. You know, um, I feel this being ungrateful. But I didn't I didn't say anything. Okay, so um, I noticed that when I pulled my support several years back that he was still getting food and supplies for the kids as if as if I was still sending support, you know, and he was even doing renovations. So I don't think he was all that broke after all. Some years back, I received a small windfall of money, and I decided to support three different individuals at the same time who I felt were really suffering in some deep poverty. So the first man I'm going to talk about is from Malawi. The second guy is from Kenya, and the last person is from Tanzania. So the first man um, that's from Malawi, he is a prophet and he's a pastor. I'm going to use the first initial V, all right? So he reached out to me around the time that Gregory passed, and um, I started communicating with him and his wife before they divorced. And V, at the time, called me frequently to tell me what he claimed God showed him about me and my family, and he wanted to pray about it. And um, at the time, I was a Christian, and I believed strongly in the prophetic and I trusted the prophecies. Okay, so anyway, he and his family were very poor, and I saw firsthand on video chats the terrible living conditions. I mean, lack of electricity, no stove, and unsanitary areas, and I felt very sorry for them. He had also got sick twice, along with his son, with malaria, um, you know, because of being bitten by those mosquitoes. So after recovering from that, his wife eventually left him due to being tired of poverty and a few other things. He was then left to raise his two children alone, and he started struggling even harder without the help of his wife to look after the kids. He was leaving the kids alone sometimes, and I was concerned about this. All right. So after almost two years of talking and praying and learning about his situation, I decided to talk business with him. I asked him, what business can he do to make a lot of money? At first, he told me a bus business. Then he changed it to selling pineapples to the markets there. I gave him the finances to do it, and he got the contracts approved to do business with the stores. And the riches started to pour in. He went from living in a dirty, small, concrete home to living in a gorgeous big house in a safe area of Malawi, in a safe part of Malawi. And it had a jacuzzi in there and a lot of space and expensive flooring. I saw the movers, you know, he had me on video chat and I saw his children um, as well settle into this beautiful place. His spot looked way better than my apartment back in Brooklyn. All right, so here's where things went sour. One day I asked him, how was he doing? And within 10 minutes, he sent me a Photoshop picture of him in a hotel. And I asked him, why are you doing this? Why would you send me um, a Photoshop picture? Because you was truthful all along. I mean, 
you a pastor, so I mean, I I don't understand why you starting to do this, why you starting to lie. So he said, quote, sorry I lied about the picture. I am tired of trying to impress you. Our friendship is done. So after he said that, he blocked me, and I was shocked. Wow. I had no clue that was part of his intentions, you know, to impress me. But anyway, I regret helping him. And he was truly an ungrateful man. All right. So I left that in the, I left him in the dust. And um, moving on. All right. So the next guy came from the slums, Kabira. In Nairobi, Kenya, and he and his wife had three children. So I talked with him for a good while, and he would be sharing pictures of his family. He would be preaching online. And while he was doing this, you know, in some of the pictures, I noticed that his home was in extreme poor condition. All right. It looked like he was living in like some type of metal shack. And so I inquired about what was going on, and he told me that, you know, he takes pride in not asking anybody for anything. And, you know, he told me, you know, the exact slum, where he lived, and all of this stuff. So I asked him what business would help him to get out of this predicament. And he told me um, a shoe business. So after verifying a few things, I gave him the funds to start. He began looking for a vendor and a shop to start. Um, yeah, to start um, selling the shoes. So he, not too long after he told me, I'm going to look for this and da-da-da-da-da, he then began posting warnings on his Facebook walls about the political oppression there and how he and some other protesters were being hurt. I further inquired about this and asked him, what is the issue? And he then explains how he and his family must flee the area due to excessive police force and other factors. I then told him to save that money that I sent him and please do not use it because I will not give him anything else. That money was strictly for business. Okay, I told him you can start the business once the smoke clears and things get back to normal. All right. He then tells me I will try not to use his sister, but times are so tough here. Honestly, I called him out on that BS and I blocked him. All right. So um, someone I told the situation to showed me later that he posted on his page God, show them that I am real and sent by you. I guess he was saying that to me that, you know, <laughs> um, that I, I'm not saying that he's sent by God and that he's going through this stuff. My mistakes and my regrets. The next lady came from Tanzania. We were both pregnant at the same time and shared our journeys. We would exchange photos. We would exchange videos. Um, she learned about me. I learned about her. I supported her a little after the birth of her son because she was struggling bad. 
She breastfed the baby, but she still needed formula to help her son get the nutrition needed. I helped her with diapers, wipes, and formula for a few months. She did a great job at showing me the receipts and getting me a picture of what was brought with the money I sent her. So I knew that I could not continue to support her and the baby. And I asked her what business would help her get out of this cycle of poverty. And um, she bounced off a few ideas and she eventually said a drink business. So after much investigating and talking with her, I decided to give her the money to start. She took pictures of everything, including the shop, um, and she moved forward with the plan. I specifically told her that the business gift was my last support. I also instructed her to save some money from the proceeds of the business each month so that she could pay the rent for the spot the, the next year to keep this business afloat. A few months down the road, I asked her if she saved, um, if she's been saving the money on the side. And she tells me, oh, she didn't have enough money left over to save on the side for the rent for the upcoming year. So I told her again, it's very important that you save. You know, I know you don't have enough, but it's better than not having nothing, you know, and losing this business. So around this time, she was also having a battle with her son's father. She was taking him to court for child support and he didn't want to pay or whatnot. So anyway, she needed help with the last few steps um, concerning that battle, and she needed a lawyer. And I told her, okay, I'll help her one teeny, teeny last time. So I helped her with the lawyer. She got the lawyer, and, and the guy processed everything, and the DNA test came back that the guy was the father. But he did everything possible to escape paying his dues. All right. So in the meantime, she lost the business and was back to square one, which is a zero. Later down the road, she contacted me again to tell me that a job outside of her area wanted to interview her and she needed a favor one more time for transportation, lodging, and this and that. And at that point, I really had to disconnect from her because that was the purpose of me, you know, helping her out with a business so that she would not be coming back and forth to me for anything. And I have my own issues here in the USA, and I have a lot of stuff going on. So um, it was time for our connection to come to an end. That concludes this message about my experience, and I hope that someone out here got something from what I went through. Just be cautious on, you know where you send your money, and who you do business with. All right? Thank you so much for tuning in. 
I put some links under this video. Also check out my blog, datingafricanmen.blogspot.com. And ladies, if you are not a part of my new relationship group, please check it out and join. Have a nice day, everybody.